All right. Well, hello again, everybody. Welcome to uh, another Wednesday briefing. Hello. This is hello. This is this was this is the Halloween week, and uh, we were going to do scary stories, but uh, actually didn't get that many um, submissions on it, so probably didn't get enough content to build an episode around it. Uh, unfortunately, because I do like scary shit, but uh, yeah. However, how's everybody doing? How are you doing, man? I'm good. I uh, was just off feeding the dogs before this, and you can tell both in their energy level and the beautiful starry evening that it's finally getting a little bit crispier, not just in the night, but also during the day. We had uh, Northern Lights last night, which was the first time I've seen them this year. Hopefully not the last, but uh, it's really nice when you start seeing that, the the aurora coming back you know that the winter's about to hit yeah, it's uh yesterday it was crazy up here it was i i i i'm the type of person that unless someone wakes me up in the evening and says it's fantastic i am not necessarily going out if i happen to be out when they are out there then sure it's not about being spoiled i i don't think but um I guess it's prioritizations but i saw some stories from people like instagram stories from people that were out last night and they looked absolutely bonkers yeah i mean even where we are i mean i think you're up what are you at 54 degrees i think no 64 no sorry oh, 65 sorry sorry 65 yeah sorry we're we're 63 i think so you're like two degrees above us so i'm sure it was uh lovely up there where you were that was nice uh but thanks for your feedback as always guys from last week's episode the episode uh last week was about slide really interesting discussion and kind of went in a in a bit of a in a tangent that i kind of both kind of expected but then also like there was some really interesting sort of talking points on it and i was particularly interested in Jeremias's uh in your sort of first-hand experience with that as like sort of a in school and things like things like that because i think that's quite an unusual uh part of your education that isn't necessarily part of everybody's upbringing especially not mine um but we had a response from bushcraft kelso who is one of our i'm sure a lot of people here know who bushcraft kelso is he's very active on social media and he's got a really cool instagram account and he's also one of our patrons on our patreon so thanks man we really appreciate that um but he said, he, he sent me a response after last week's episode saying, love today's episode. I think it's fair enough to say Sloyd is everything we do, be it carving a spoon, a pot hook, a little sharpening stone holder, or uh, forging an awl, or making a bamboo holder for our cook set. The ability to do something with something else, put simply, but exactly what we do. You compare it to Sloyd to troubleshooting. I believe what we do is just that. Troubleshooting, be it called Sloyd or bushcraft, criminal skills, practicing, problem solving, whatever you want to call it, it's the heart and soul of this stuff. It's hard to really give it a name, but it's definitely what we do. I've questioned what exactly I should call it, uh, what I like to do for a long time, and just put it in perspective how hard it really is to nail down specific what it is. Thanks for that, man. I think... Yeah, it's true, isn't it? I think one of the things that's come out of the last few briefings we've had is that it can be kind of difficult to nail these things down as like 
sort of a name, like naming them or kind of putting a sort of a stamp on them. It's probably because they've just existed for so long. They're kind of just, they were just once daily living tasks, weren't they? So nobody really figured out how to define them, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's very interesting. And that was a great comment and great insight of uh, what it means to you. And uh, I mean, it's it is so hard to nail down, and it is, and I and I that this is also just my 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 mind talking, not necessarily um, opinion based. Uh, it's easy to label things when they're becoming a hobby, or have to become a profession. Things that are a part of one's daily life is not necessarily labeled as extensively as survival certain survival skills or bushcraft skills or all of these things it could just be outdoor living you know 150 years ago or daily life 150 years ago it was not necessarily so labeled but now talking to the general public or talking to someone you don't know it's easier if it is labeled x y or c but in the end of the day, maybe it's just good old-fashioned outdoor life, forest living, mountain living, whatever you want to call it, um, that is our hobby or lifestyle or whatever type of life that you're living. Living Definitely. And even like sloyd is would not be a word that would be kind of outside of the Nordics, like a common english word and bushcraft is also not a very common word although it is becoming more sort of understood and popularized by bear grills and, and kind of ray mirrors and things over the last decade or so but i think in general if you were to talk to someone in a pub or in a bar and they were like so what do you do for a hobby it's like oh i play golf oh i do this or that it's like i practice bushcraft skills it's like okay what is that like you know so i think it's still it, it still is quite difficult to define what that actually is um but yeah, thanks, man. That was a really insightful sort of uh, response, and we yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, we always re appreciate um, people's kind of thoughts on these topics because it makes us realize that we're not talking into a, a vacuum. <laughs> People are, are are kind of listening and formulating their own opinions on these things. Um, what is our topic today, Jeremias? The uh, good old fashioned clothes and good old-fashioned i mean that it's something that we've been using and wearing for ever i mean it's interesting that you say good old-fashioned isn't it because it kind of is a little bit about old-fashioned or not <laughs> sometimes yeah 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 that pun was intended oh i like it nice very smart very nice um yeah, I guess it kind of talks kind of a little bit of a tangent off last episode, last week's episode again about, you know, textiles, weaving and sewing and clothing uh, as an integral sort of skill or sort of an integral part of being human. I guess we're the only animals on the planet that wear clothes. Um, but like fr from a point of view of an outdoors person, of course, it's protection from the elements but like from a sort of a historical point of view or sort of the way in which that we choose or why we choose to wear the types of clothes that we do can also be sort of an indicator of the sort of uh, the types of things that we choose to do as well. And they can also be considered status symbols 
everybody kind of has an idea of like if you think of all like knights or kings or princes or whatever like the most expensive clothing and fabrics were delegated to rich people and today's modern society i suppose does that crossover is getting a little bit sort of uh change but i mean yeah it is super interesting and how they sort of perception of what um what is the value in certain pieces of clothing and of course like we can take it back as far back as we want and there's so there's only so much that we can speak of that's actual truth rather than just you know our perception on on uh, all of this but i can imagine that a long time ago if you had a huge bare skin that you could wear as a, a robe that sort of was quite telling of your skills and, and uh, abilities and capabilities versus if you only were able to have like um, a little deer now I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm just pulling this out of my ass like it's not there's no there's no value in in, in or historical accuracy no, in no, this at all but yeah. uh, it, it's sort of it's sort of just and we can look at it today in in a like a uh, outdoor world or industry that fairly recently the um Gore-Tex or technical clothing and and mountaineering clothing can be extremely technical and you can spend so much money on it and like 50 years ago 100 years ago the type of clothing that we now see as old school like wool clothing felted clothing is not as high in status as the most technical clothing if you're in the mountains so it's, a, it's like a perception of what's needed in terms of clothing and it's not that technical clothing is bad it's not that um, the felted wool clothing is super shitty or just for peasants kind of thing uh, but it's just the I, I guess I guess my train of thought is is coming around to the what do you need versus what is status when it comes to clothing uh, that's why I brought up like the the price of, of technical clothing because there's a huge range of technical clothing that is uh, very low priced to high priced and the high price doesn't always mean high end uh, and vice versa. Absolutely. I mean, there's obviously uh, clothing brands out there that are they're selling their name more so than their sort of their ability to, to kind of. I mean, it's funny because when you think about what ultimately what clothing is designed to do like on a very very fundamental like basic level clothing allows us to go further right it allows us to push boundaries outdoor experiences so we can kind of get further and go higher and go deeper etc and in a lot of ways that's kind of the way it's always been right because they like they say that or well the, the small bit of research that i managed to kind of do when i was thinking about this uh topic was you know when did we start wearing clothes and homo sapiens arrived on the planet two hundred thousand years ago well more evolved on the planet 
and then clothing has only been around has been around since 170,000 years ago possibly so there's a very small gap between when we arrived or when we evolved into the people we are today and when we started wearing clothing and a lot of that is to do with because we were moving further north out of Africa um and so just out of pure necessity of needing to protect our bodies going further uh, and, and giving us the ability to explore more uh, clothing still is that at least for outdoor clothing now of course like what you're saying there there are the 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 sort of the the true norths and the patagonias and the you know insert expensive clothing brand name here but if essentially that's kind of what we want our clothes to do really isn't it but then what is the what is the additional sort of necessity on top of that is it to tell people that we are into a certain type of outdoor experience be that a, a hiker versus let's say uh, someone who's into traditional bushcraft for example you know so i really think there's there's a really weird sort of juxtaposition there between clothing's like necessity like you said or what it actually needs to achieve versus what it's telling the other people around us we do i mean it it it's it it it, it, it makes sense it makes perfect sense wanting to sort of broadcast to the world what you do and also um be part of a group or genre of of or lifestyle by choosing the clothing like you see it everywhere it doesn't matter if it is um cycling or it doesn't it doesn't need to be an outdoor activity it can be just fashion trends everyone wants to dress the same 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 everyone wants to be dressed the same way for certain reasons to fit in with a certain crowd with a certain group or just to follow the latest trend like it's a it makes sense why we would do it in the outdoor scene as well because it is just as much as an identifier if not even more i would almost argue the clothing that we that we choose to wear or clothing people choose to buy in regards to what they like to do mm-hmm. is more important than actually doing right the, t- the, activity. the activity in itself yeah because the clothing is such a strong clothing and like other a- accessories like if you have a a uh, typical belt on the outside of your anorak or you know you have a certain type of knife or a certain type of axe it's all of these like telltale signs of this person is into this and wants to be seen this way probably uh and it's those things are probably more important to some people whether they understand it or not than the actual carrying out the activity and you see it in everything you see it in 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 uh, climbing and skiing that you see some people that are they have all of the gear they have the all of the clothing they have everything but the amount of times that they're actually out skiing per winter or climbing uh it's extremely low versus the amount of money they're putting into the equipment and that's fine it's each to their own but I, i don't think that there's i don't think one can disregard the importance of feeling connected to whatever lifestyle or hobby or activity that you're into by clothing 
Definitely. And I mean, it's no different than when you're a kid or a teenager wearing your favorite band t-shirt because that guy listens to Metallica. That guy listens to fucking whatever, Blink-182. There's completely different camps. And you, the only way you can associate, well, one of the ways you associate with those sort of camps is by, is by your t-shirt, isn't it? And I mean, it's interesting that you kind of talk about those, uh, those people who have all the kit and they're climbing up, up a hill or, you know, up the side of a mountain and they've got the walking sticks and the poles and the sort of ultralight gear and all this. They're clearly trying to tell people that they're taking this seriously, which is fine, you know, each to their own. Um, and I really don't ever like having this podcast as sort of a place for us to give out or complain about things. But I would say that those outdoor events and festivals and fairs where the grass is basically like as short as a golf course, it's like manicured plot of land with like, you know, stalls and stuff. And you get just kids running around with ice creams. And then you see these, like, for want of a better term, like bushcrafters with like knives hanging off their belts and wearing their Lundhog boots and their Fjallraven smocks. I mean, I, f- I think it's ridiculous. I find it really silly, actually. And I don't know who it's impressing. Um, and I would wonder why, uh, what the reason for it is. Is it a shortcut to a conversation starter? Or is it, as I said, is it the same as just wearing your favorite band t shirt? You know? I, 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 it, I think it is. It is. I, th- I think it's fantastic. Like I, th- I think it is. I think it's very nice when people feel comfortable enough to wear whatever they want as an identifier for other people to to be able to to sort of choose uh, or to openly broadcast like, hey, this is what I am all about. What it doesn't matter what it is. Like each to their own. And if mm-hmm. it is wearing whatever it is in the middle of the city if, if it is wearing ultralight hiking gear when you're walking around the lake by, behind your house or walking in a in a city park <laughs> cool very nice then if i see yeah. you drinking yeah. water i might sure. ask what you're up to uh it is it is more i find it more interesting with people that sort of dress outside the occasion if that makes sense, uh, as an ide- as a, as an as a, as an identifier, because it opens up for conversations that can be very rewarding. But at, but at the, with 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 the um, with clothing, you have the, the the flip side of all of these things that are very um, sort of pro pro clothing and 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 whatever it's not that we're gonna should be naked but (laughs) it's like where's this going (laughs) yeah (laughs) i i i felt like i had to put it put that in there uh with the with the pro clothing my my mind is 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 not really 100 percent here right now um my point is though yeah that it is important for anyone that starts out with anything or anyone that has been into something an outdoors activity for a long time it's important that people do understand that getting something is fine but often if it is something that you already have in your wardrobe that you could use that that is also mm-hmm. fine like it's nothing there's no outdoor activity I, I mean bushcraft specifically then uh, climbing and skiing and things like that there it's quite a lot of money unless you find it stuff secondhand or you're given stuff 
but bushcraft as an activity right. or just being outside in the forest, the financial step into it is extremely low if you see what you have in your wardrobe. We're talking about clothing only now. It is fine. Like It does not matter how many people say that you can't go outside in jeans. It is fine to go outside in jeans. Don't be stupid about it. It's fine to wear a cotton t-shirt. Don't be dumb about it. It's fine to wear all of these things that people are saying that it's so bad. But it takes quite a bit. Now I might be stepping on some, some people's toes with the cotton stuff. But it takes quite a bit for a person to get to the point where the cotton will kill you if you're an weekend hiker, weekend out in the woods person. You don't have to buy all wool clothing just to be out in the week on the weekend once or twice a month. No, exactly. And I think, yeah, like being indoctrinated to think that, uh, you know, in order to a certain activity or practice, uh, then you have to have the right sort of uniform. And again, exactly like prerequisite to say that I am specifically talking about clothing here because obviously with climbing or something like that, you do want to have good quality ropes and, and equipment and all that kind of stuff. Um, you don't need any of that stuff as long as you don't fall. It can be rope from Beal Tema. I'm, 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 I'm just being stupid now. You don't need, any, you don't need anything. As long as you don't fall, it's fine. Oh, right, right, right. That is that an all climbers joke? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I, I just made that made it up. <laughs> I like it, but I mean, yeah. I mean, and but even like in terms of like orienteering or something, or skate, or like going across mountaineering. Not even necessarily climbing. Like I wouldn't climb a mountain without, you know, obviously some prior knowledge to the area, but then also a compass, some warm layers, you know, a waterproof layer. I know, uh, I know that my Gore-Tex jacket is going to protect me. You know, but aside from wearing the right combination of layers of materials, clothing can become like a hindrance, but also an enabler of outdoor activities. Um, and kind of what you were talking about there, about what's in your wardrobe, but actually taught, made me think of Henry Thoreau and Walden when he's talking about, um, he's like, uh, when you found something new to do, uh, and you, and you, or what, it was something like, beware of any enterprises that require new clothes. And not rather a new wearer of clothes, you know, so like, you know, we, we love the novelty of getting new bits, don't we? Rather than actual true utility of what maybe we already have, you know, and does a new venture always need a new uniform? Yeah, I, I really like that way of thinking, even if I'm, it's, it's more idealistic than um, it is. Um, practical. Uh, practical or not practical it's more it's more idealistic for me than i than what i can actually uh, or feel like um living by like I, I i really like that quote as like it's something to think about but then at the same time i i do like to wear certain things but i do also try and find things that will be as useful as possible or at least last me uh for long enough Every year. Right. And that's and that's where sort of informed decisions on choosing the right pieces quality is key here then, isn't it? It's like you know, especially with things like footwear, like I would always say with like things like good quality footwear, if you do spend a lot of time outside, or even if you plan spending a weekend outside, 
you know, the bad, wrong footwork can make a miserable experience for anybody, whether you're, whether it's a week, uh, whether it's a week in the woods or, you know, an evening or a morning even. I'm the absolute opposite. What? In what way? Yeah. There, there's, there's, yeah, but you we are well so much different. trust. No, no, but just, just in general, we, like we, we put so much trust into, um, shoes that are categorized as hiking boots or hiking shoes or hiking whatever we put so much trust and 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 things like that into uh having to have good ankle support all of these things where it's like it's if 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 you have a pair of trainers you're fine like you don't have to you, in, in certain situations of course but like my, my, my point is that it's 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 impossible to get, say a blanket statement that you need good footwear because good footwear if I'm going out here for example if I would go out into the forest here uh, for the weekend and if I would be a you know a sunny day hiker I wouldn't take hiking boots I would take trainers if I hike in the mountains like the, the long hike that Han and I did the the 1400 kilometer hike that we did we swore over our boots and now if we're hiking the mountains we use some sort of trainer like low cut shoe and it is it like hiking in the mountains unless you're walking this is from our perspective unless you're walking uh, the majority of your hike on like off trail in very rough country hiking boots is a bit overkill it, like mind you this is for for me personally uh, but i would also you know challenge people to think why they need it if they find a good reason for it go for it if not then if you have the possibility i encourage you to try something else because it makes a huge difference in comfort in being able to walk in lighter shoes one boots once they start to get uh wet they take forever to dry mm -hmm. a pair of trainers uh with a new pair of socks you're good to yeah. go they will dry as you're walking well i mean i just i did i wasn't specifically talking about hiking boots i didn't say buy good hiking boots i said good quality footwear <laughs> so whether that's yeah yeah no no yeah no, no it's a little bit of a tangent yeah, yeah, but yeah, i yeah. find it or a little bit of a rant but i find like the boots is such a yep such an interesting thing that you see on forums and everywhere being recommended totally, so totally agree with you uh i like as such an such an important part of being outside is to buy a pair of hiking boots which is i understand it but at the same time like you i know that you wear blundstones if you have a pair of blundstones that you like to or that you feel like you can um or have the skills to what's it called brush up after you've been out in the woods like clean them off they're as good as any other boots they are and i mean uh, just to, to what i will say regarding trainers as well i i'm a big fan of them as well like i spent i'd say 95 percent of the year when i worked in imel at the canoe center like in and out of canoes off islands you know now fair enough it's a quite a, a tame sort of landscape but i would say i spent 90 percent of that year in a pair of nike runners so uh i would totally agree with you there um and yeah to answer your, your question or to your statement about the blundstones like again i 
think I bought those blown stones like maybe four years ago. And I, anybody who they'll probably recognize the, the ones I have with the kind of orange sort of elasticated side on them. I mean, again, they're on my feet 90% of the time. And the reason I bought them actually was because often I would um, be going, when I lived in Ireland, I'd be going to the forest after work. Uh, so taking a train to a friend's house on a Friday night or something. Um, and But I'd need boots that I could wear in the office and then also would suit me when I went down to Kerry or something for the weekend. So that's why I bought the Plunstones because they were kind of semi-respectable indoors, but then they were absolutely perfectly fine outdoors as well. Um, so that was what I I suppose where I'm going with that sort of like an informed purchase that's going to suit mm. your needs, that's going to do the job. And as I said, I'm still wearing them today. I wear them every single day and I've had them for four years. They're about 150 euro, I think, which is not bad. No, not if you um, calculate over how many years you can use something. It's not, it's not that bad. But the uh, whole thought, I guess, is figure out what you have. If you want to go for a uniform, go for it. It's completely fine. It can look extremely cool. But if you don't feel like going for a uniform and trying a new activity out... Don't be hindered by, by 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 thinking that you need that type of jacket to look the part. You're if you're out there doing it, whether it's in a if you're climbing a mountain or skiing in a felted wool anorak or doing bushcrafty things in a bright orange Gore-Tex jacket, none of those things matter if you're out there doing something, being out in nature, enjoying it. That's what matters in the end. Yeah. Well, I think, Jeremias, you're much nicer than me because if I saw you in a field wearing an axe and a fell raven smock, I would judge you silently. Uh, but that's just me. <laughs> no. I, I, uh, I, uh, I like that stuff. I, I, I think <laughs> it's great that people people do it. Yeah. Nah, I mean, obviously, everybody has their... Uh, each to their own on these things. And yeah, no, I'm, I'm only joking in a lot of ways. But yeah, I mean, there is a balance, isn't there? But um, if anybody's interested in hearing more about textiles and clothing, actually, I just remembered Yermias and I did a good episode, uh, episode 48 it was, um, on cold weather clothing and how to dress in the cold and how cold is lost and gained from your body in the outdoors. Really fun one. And actually, I'll probably go back and listen to it myself with the winter coming up. Uh, it might be nice to, t- uh, you know, touch up on some of the... Uh, some of those bits of knowledge that I've probably forgotten since we did that episode. Um, and also don't forget to check out our Patreon if you can. Uh, sign up with us for five euro a month. You get access to a bunch of bonus episodes, weekly book reviews and kit recommendations. And some you get a trial by fire patch as well for your backpack. Uh, so if you're interested in supporting the show, follow the link in our Instagram and go to or go to patreon.com forward slash trial by fire podcast. And we really, really appreciate that support. Um, but until next week, Jeremy, I think that pretty much covers it, doesn't it? Yeah, I think this is something that we could uh, talk on uh, or about forever. And uh, we could probably have a few and a couple and many uh, rants about different things in this subject as well. But it's all, it's all, um, it's all fine like whatever clothing you choose in whatever setting you choose 
it's going to be fine. Uh, don't be restricted by thinking that you need to have X, Y, or C. Exactly. Get out there and have fun. And hit the thrift shops as well. Yeah. They always have good shit. And buy Crocs. The Crocs. <laughs> it's the absolute best footwear on this planet for outdoor yeah, I haven't, activities. I haven't gone down the Croc route yet, personally, but uh, I won't knock it till I try it. That's going to be the last thing I say on this <laughs> podcast. Crocs are the best. Well, uh, Thank you and good night. That, uh, Jeremias has left Trial by Fire. I don't know if he got fired or <laughs> <laughs> something to do with Crocs. I don't know. Um, all right. Have a good have a good week, guys, and uh, thanks for checking us out. Don't forget, if you want to get in contact with us, you can do so on our Instagram and also check out our Patreon. Um, have a good week. Take care. Take care.